fall is officially here and everyone is asking the same question, what can I do to stay busy and keep that money rolling in? Well, that's exactly what we're talking about on this episode and some of the ideas might just surprise you. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, where we help you set and reach new milestones in your service business. My name is Matthew Armstrong. I'm your host. And on this episode, we are talking about what to do to stay busy in the winter and go into the spring with a lot of momentum. I'm here with Matt Allen Checks, Director of Education, aka The Professor, slash, what's a new name I can give you? How about The Off-Season Officer? The Off-Season? That's, I don't know. I'm just happy it's chilly. Mm. Is it chilly though? Like I know that you have your flannel on, but what is it outside? Yeah, we're, t- we're total posers right now. It's like it's got to be like 81 degrees. It was outside. chilly this morning. It was 60, 60 degrees this morning. You hear I that? Put, I you, put the flannel on. I am yes. happy. You hear that, Northerners? 60 degrees. It's chilly. Welcome to the South. Awesome. Well, again, just super pumped to be talking about this. There's a lot of things that we could go. But first, I do want to give a quick shout out. This podcast is brought to you by Check, the business management app. Now, everyone knows, everyone agrees on one thing in the earth today. And a lot of things can be polarizing, but we all agree on this. Admin sucks. Okay. Admin absolutely sucks. Now, we built Check to help you get organized and automate all of your admin so that you can leave that stuff in the field and not have to worry about it and take it home and stress about it and all that bad, bad stuff. If you are a solo operator or you run a small service business, go download and try Check for free today. You can start a 14-day free trial, no credit card required, and it is an absolute game changer. So, Fall is in full swing. Yeah, here we are. It's like it, it's like coming whether you're ready or not. A lot in a lot of places, the leaves are already falling. The weather is the temperatures are dropping, and a lot of people are asking, "What can you do to stay busy?" Yeah, this right? is a hot topic in the Discord right now. Yeah, super, super, super hot topic, and I also think that it. It completely depends on where you are, sure. on what what the yeah. services that you can offer. I know for us, I mean, we're we're in New Orleans, Louisiana, right yeah. now. Yeah, it's not gonna snow. Like, let's no. just go ahead and acknowledge yes. it is not gonna snow. It's not gonna I, snow. I, I personally get extremely jealous of like all the people in the like Midwest and the North who are like who are like, yes, white gold's coming. Like, we're super stoked, and I'm just like, I don't know what snow is. No, I've heard of no. snow. No. Stuff doesn't stop growing here. I would like to touch snow, but we don't have snow. No. But anyways, you know, but what we're going to do in this episode is kind of go s- like season by season. We'll talk about some late fall activities. Right. We'll talk about winter. We'll talk about some early spring activities. And the goal here is how do we how do we help stay busy, not lose momentum, and then all, but also like keep money coming in if that's something that you want to do for your business. But first, we're going to try to make a little bit of a case for why you should keep everything going with your small business. Right? Yeah. So you know, the first question I have is like, who is this for? Right. Yeah. We're coming at this from lawn care landscaping because just honestly, that's our background. But also, like anybody who whose season slows down, whether it's pool cleaning, mobile detailing, pressure washing even slows down when it gets really... All of us who are yeah. working outside, there's stuff that you can do to stay busy, working with your hands, providing, providing services to keep the money coming in. At the end of the day, that's the goal, right? Like. Yeah. 
I think there's this transition point when you are trying to build your business up, when you're like, I don't need to do this other job anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to do this full time. And that's the that's been the dialogue that I've been having with folks in our Discord channel. It's yeah. like there are folks who want to go full time and they're in their they're finishing their first season. They don't want to have to go look for like seasonal work yeah. at like the mall or something like that. Right. They want to keep rolling. So yeah. that's that's what this this is for. Some of you guys who've been running for years and years and years are thinking, hey, I, I know what to do. We might actually throw some cool ideas you've never thought of. So let's up the game even more. But if you're you're finishing your first or second season, you're like taking this full time. I don't want to go work in the mall. Let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. I think another another aspect that is kind of a case for keeping things going is is to not lose momentum. Yeah. I know that that with being in something as seasonal as like lawn care, it, it's it's easy to think that oh, like now that the grass isn't growing, I get this get this big break. I've taken that approach, and I feel it whenever I, it's like a couple of months in between like the regular communication with with clients. Like I I personally would like reach out and say like, hey, do you need a clean up clean up cut? Because like for us like. The, the season is kind of like 10, 10 months mm-hmm. out of the year. Like I would go and cut someone's grass like early December, be, you know, to make sure that it like still looked okay. But, but anyways, like I felt that dip in momentum for sure. Yeah. And so, so keep doing things to keep in contact with your clients. And then also you personally, like, yeah, that's great. Go rest, like take some time off. You've busted your tail and you know, you've done, you know, done the hard work during the actual season, but, but to just completely kick the feet up, I think it's, it also makes it harder to jump back in. Yeah. I think you lose, you, you, you're not front of mind with your customers. That's a big point. Yeah. Right. And so some customers will use the opportunity of like, well, I haven't talked to this person in a couple months. It's a little easier to like let them go or not pick them up or saying, I didn't, I didn't hear from you. Yeah. Find somebody new. Yeah. Whereas if you're providing services for them through the cool season, the cold season, like when, when, when things shut down, you're front of mind for them. And so there's, you're sort of the first person to think of when the grass starts growing Yep. Or you're at their property, you know when the grass starts growing. Yeah, it's a good point. It's easier to pick things back up. Yeah, um, and even if they're not buying services that you're offering during during those months, you're at least still soliciting to them and saying, "Hey, this is something that I am offering." And again, like you said, staying top of mind. Yep. And then so, something. Yeah. The last thing is something that we we have said multiple times over the podcast is it's just easier to sell additional services to to existing customers rather than like building your revenue by finding new customers. Yeah. So this is the opportunity where we can expand the amount of, so we've got like, whether you have a six month cutting season or a 10 month cutting season, what else can you do to increase your revenue from, from your existing customers without adding more people to text, more people to email, more people to communicate with? Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. So let's get into some seasons and think how we're going to how we're going to try to do this is you've picked two, you know, two services that you're yeah. going to choose. I've picked a couple. We don't know what each other's going to choose. We're going to treat this kind of like a draft. So yeah. each of these seasons, you got to pick two and we can't pick the same can't one pick either. The same thing. And so then maybe we could look at the end and see like, all right, who's got who's got the better <laughs> better strategy the, the better strategy yeah 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 so we're going to go by by season 
So the way I broke it down was late fall, the middle of winter, and then early spring. So these are traditionally times when we're not cutting grass. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to take leaf cleanup off the table. Why, dude? That is obvious. We're all doing that anyway. We all should be doing that. We should be doing it. So what do you do once the leaves are picked up? Dang, dog. Took... Literally was gonna go with that one. Yeah, like so, that was gonna be my first pick. So I, the, the leaves are the leaves are <sighs> okay. Right? So fine. If you're in Maine or Canada, you're probably almost done with leaf cleanup anyway. So, so what's next? All right, then then fine. Okay, if I'm if I'm the the next one that I that I would recommend or that I, that I would choose, and I'll and I'll give it a little preface. I have this trailer. Mm-hmm. You own and, a trailer, and it has a. It has wheels. It does. It does. Right. You pull it behind your truck. I pull it places. Okay. And since I don't need the majority of the space for the, the mower is not on there anymore, I would I would start offering like a junk hauling or debris debris removal. Yeah. So that's my that's my first pick for like late fall after the after the the leaves are gone. Since yeah. you took the best yeah. option. Off Loading the up the trailer. So yeah, reaching out and 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 even like because I'm constantly on people's property, I'd say like, hey, I noticed that you have this pile of X or Y or something like that. Like, would you like for me to haul that off for you? Yeah. That's yeah. how I'd go I think that's that. a fantastic idea. Okay. All right. Uh, my, my first choice is going to be kind of this winter lawn prep. So we're getting ready for the spring season, but there's stuff you cannot do to the lawn when it's like first new and growing in the spring. Okay. So things like core aerating yep. or dethatching Yep. You can't, I mean, you can do it in the spring, but it's really not great for the lawn. It's perfect to do when the lawn is dormant. If you wait too long, the ground's like too cold and frozen for you to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so core aerating, core aerating, dethatching. Yeah. Some some folks throw on like a winterizing fertilizer. Some some areas like where I'm from originally in the Northwest, we get a lot of moss late in the, in the fall. So you can do some moss killers, that kind of stuff. Getting it ready mm. for the spring it might actually start growing sooner and thicker. So that's going to be better for you oh, when the season starts in the spring. Smart. Since this is kind of a competition, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, really smart play, like saying winter lawn prep, but then you throw in core aerating and, deta- <laughs> and detaching in the same. Okay, so I saw that. Okay, I think I would go, the next one that I would do then is probably gutter cleaning. So mm. here's, here's, here's why. So like, I, I, I did this for, for, for one of my, one of my clients and they, they actually asked me, that's how I kind of like thought of it. And technically, I mean, just be, be careful. Like just as a warning, like we're not saying like you should get on top of everyone's roof or anything like that. But whenever I got on top of someone's roof, I I knew that the job was going to take me 15 minutes Mm -hmm. tops. It wasn't going to be a big deal, but like everything else, I had a minimum price. I think I charged like $75 for those 15 minutes. I was like, yeah, I just texted him. I made, I totally made it up. I was like, Hey, sorry, I don't get on a ladder for any less than 75 bucks. And he's like, okay, no big deal. And I was like, dang it. I went too low. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. That was a typo. 750. Yeah. Like, no, anyways, that was, that was like blowing off people's roofs, especially mm-hmm. since like the leaves are like totally falling. And maybe you offer that as a, as an aspect of leaf cleanups, but typically Typically, I think whenever people like pay for leaf cleanups, it's gutters are extra. You're, yeah, you're not talking about gutters or blowing off the roof. Yeah, and so I, I think, think it's a good upsell. No, especially since 
you you expended all of your energy and in initially like cleaning up leaves and now yes. it's like oh all these customers have their gutters packed up yeah so it's like you can hit everybody back up and say hey we're we're doing a round of gutter cleaning yep. now and that's that's a fantastic upsell yeah. yeah i think that's a good one the me coming from a landscaper's perspective mm-hmm. late fall is when you plant the 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 bulbs for the early spring like, like put light bulbs in the ground really yeah like no like crocuses and things like that so the flower bulbs your what uh, hurts yes Dang, crocus bro so yeah if you're you know those of us landscapers and maybe this is just a southern thing but like our clients love flowers and so you got to mm. put those bulbs in the ground to overwinter to grow up it, it it depends on the area and it depends on the flower bulbs and sure. when you plant them but that is a service that needs to happen in the fall for some some plants that's interesting yeah i, I wouldn't have gone there because i don't like i don't know a ton about bulbs and croci yes that's, that's how people say the plural of mm-hmm. crocus sure but i would assume you know we're not saying go plant anything because there there are some things that just probably cannot survive freezing temperatures so no. you don't want to do that no so. nope Look into your local uh, landscaping authority on on what you can and cannot plant. I think okay. I think here's a freebie is this is not for part of our competition, but and because it doesn't earn revenue, the the cool season is a great time to look at getting the certifications you need. So like I during the during one of the winters, I went and got my landscape horticulture contractor's license here in Louisiana, which opened up a whole world of opportunities. So this doesn't count in our competition. I was going to bend the rules, and that was going to be one of my winter ones. Is going after <laughs> is, is using the down, off the table for you, <laughs> like using using the downtime as a time to get an extra license and certification. Because eat like just so you know, some people are like blown away by this. In Louisiana, you have to have a license to spread a bag of mulch and get compensated for it. Yeah, or to, to like prune a bush, to install so like, any. Yeah, well, plant. To, to for for trimming hedges, you can do that, but you can't advertise for it. Complicated. It's so it's like so weird, so complicated. I'll have to tell you the story of how I learned that stuff. Sneak preview: I got called into the Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry whenever we started one of our other businesses. So we'll just table yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, pretty, I've been pulled cool. over by the horticulture police here in here in New Orleans. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. Are it's you, a thing. Are you even a landscaper if you if you don't get like called into the principal's office? <laughs> so okay. winter. So yeah. So winter. All right. Well, so let's just let's just recap. For fall, I chose junk hauling, debris removal, and gutter cleaning. You chose winter prep slash core aerating slash dethatching, <laughs> and and planting bulbs. So I think that right now i think that my stuff you don't have to have a license for so that's a pro in my column but i i also think that the stuff that you listed has a way higher profit margin but might be subject to licenses yeah yeah i mean and you need special equipment to do like the aerating and the detaching and that gets really expensive if you can stack them all up and rent it yes that's that's the way to do it that yeah but there's a big fight over the rental like Everybody else is trying to rent it at the same time. I've run into that difficulty. So. Yeah. Okay. Challenges. So, so winter. Let's let's transition to winter stuff that you're more or not more likely than not to to be doing in winter. And again, I was going to be, totally bend the rules and say like go after a license so that you could offer more profitable services later. But since you already took that, then I got to go with something else. I'm I'm going to go with a pretty typical one. Mm-hmm. 
holiday lighting, Christmas lights. Yeah. Like putting up Christmas lights. I've heard too many, yeah, I've heard too many people saying like this is the like this is like the highest profit, high highest like profitable like add-on for for services. So I heard that whenever we went to the huge convention mm -hmm. for like window cleaning and pressure washing experts. Yeah. I know a lot of landscape lawn care people do it, but even over there they're like everyone's pushing like you got to start doing Christmas lights. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So I'm going there. Yeah, and people do like all sorts of like outdoor decor. It's yes. the ante has been leveled up over the last few years to where oh, there's yeah. just a lot a lot to do. Yeah. And if so. you're in like a Midwestern town, dude, all the Karens just freaking love their Christmas decorations. Yep, yep. That's okay. So I'm gonna go with pruning shrubs and small trees. Okay. This is again landscaping. You got to have a license, at least in Louisiana, to do this. I said small trees because you can't print, prune the big trees without an arborist license here. So I made good money doing this. When all the trees go dormant and the shrubs go dormant, that is the best best time for the the health of the tree to prune them. And so mm. that was something that while I was on somebody's property cutting grass, I would sort of make note of like, these are the, these clients have these trees and this is, this is what I'm going to do. And you can, again, hit them up with the, you don't have to wait for them to ask you to do it. You're like, Hey, look, I noticed this tree. It's looking a little shaggy. It's going to need this, this, and this let's plan it. Let's put it on the schedule. Okay. Because you took my other one and I feel a little, you know, a little put on the spot here. I'm going to say something that I don't know. Well, gosh, I can go one of two ways. I could go one of two ways. I, all right. I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to change what I was going to do. I, I feel like a poser saying this because I already acknowledge we live in South Louisiana. Yeah. But I would be remiss if snow removal didn't make it into this conversation. Yeah. I feel like, but okay, hold on. If we're going to take off the table leaf cleanups for fall, should we take off the table snow removal for winter? Like, is, I don't, is I don't that think just so. Here's, here's why. Okay, I think Mister making all the rules. That, I, that I, I, me over. <laughs> I wrote the script for this one. Yeah, but we changed the structure. <laughs> so again, going into the Discord, okay. our, our Discord's again plug for our Discord server is Matthew and I are active in there, having conversations with folks like y'all all mm -hmm. the time, every day. We're jumping in there talking. So I was talking with a, a member there and they were kind of trying to decide if they even wanted to do it. So okay. then we had this whole conversation about, well, how do you dip your toe in yeah. without having to make sure you have a big four by four truck with the blade and all sure. this kind of stuff. Cause like, that can get ex so expensive. It's so expensive. Fast. It's super hard on your vehicle. And so we just kicked around the idea of like, well, there's, I mean, obviously manual snow removal, the, you can get the little push ice ice dropper or the salt dropper things yeah, yeah, yeah. like a, a small push snow blower. You know, it's yeah. it's not that expensive to get into, and so there are ways to dip your toe into it. If yeah. you if you are a first season, second season, that's why it's not off the table. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'll I will, let you have it. I'll, that's I'll a good go, one. It's the I'm best gonna go one. With you that can one. have it. I'll go with that one. Okay. What's what's your second one? Shoot. Yeah. There's not a lot in the dead of in the dead of winter to do cricket i know we're gonna cut the silence <laughs> no dude need to leave this in what are you gonna go with i'm gonna go with this is not even on our list but i think you can do if you live in a more southern area where it's not like bitterly bitterly cold and things are not covered in snow mm. you can do some basic 
like hardscaping stuff. We we did a That's we fair. yeah we scheduled a lot of that stuff for the cooler season when we had more space and more time. Is to to it was not an overhaul of somebody's yard, but the hardscaping you don't have to worry about the plants yeah freezing. You don't have to worry about watering stuff. Yeah. Everybody's sprinkler systems are turned off, so you can do some light light patio building patios and things like that. Yeah. I like that. And just to be clear, you said this isn't even on our list. We had a, a big list of stuff, but we haven't pr- like pre-chosen. We're not like no. acting this like we. Okay. So yeah, I, just, I, I, I made a list. Look, if, and if you want to look at our list, this is going to be, this is on our website on a blog. So we're going to have the full list of stuff that you can choose from a little menu, if you will. Mm. So mm. we're looking at a list that we have not talk, talked about yet. Yeah. Okay. So before we keep going, I do want to give a quick plug for the check app. Now the check app automates all of your routine admin, saving you time, which saves you money, which means that you have way less to, to deal with whenever you actually finish working the, uh, performing the services. Check is going to save you a whole lot of time and stress. It's worth the 14-day free trial just to give it a shot if you haven't already. You can go to the show notes. You can go to hellocheck.co slash download and try it out for free. No credit card required, no risk, no reason for you to not give it a shot. All right, so let us let me give you a, a review from a user who calls themselves better than Google Voice. That's a high standard. Google Voice is in pretty what, awesome. My only question to that is in what way? Okay, so anyways, here's what Better Than Google Voice says. Overall, this is a really great app. I've tried other companies, but this is way better than other apps. It makes managing lawn care way easier as well as saves a ton of time and as compared to a traditional spreadsheet. And this app is very affordable. Highly recommend this app for anyone with lawn care jobs or landscaping. It's beautiful. Couldn't have said it better without myself. Thank you, better than Google Voice, for mm. that five-star review. That review is better than Google Voice. Yes. Five-star review, awesome. All right, let's get back to the episode. So, okay, so recapping winter, I said Christmas lights and snow removal. You said pruning shrubs, small trees, and hardscaping. Mm, toughy. All right, can I tell you the one that I was going to say? But then yeah. I was like, I actually don't know if I like this idea. because What's your idea? I don't think I would. I don't think I would use it. So the more I think about this, I think it's pretty stupid, but I'm already too deep, so I'm going to say it anyways. I wonder, I'm curious, I wonder if there's a market for Christmas tree delivery. 100% there is. Because like, for me and my family, we have this tradition where we always go to Lowe's super late and have to pick out a a dingy tree and no one's there to help us. So I get to use that electric chainsaw myself Mm -hmm. and my my kids love, love seeing that. So anyways, it's just kind of a fun experience. But for a lot of people who may not, who, who want to have a Christmas tree, but don't have the time, you know, people are super busy nowadays. Christmas tree delivery is, is Um, a, so Y'all haven't been in New Orleans for super long here, but no. in the in the bougie neighborhoods, folks like to put up a very large, they have their indoor tree and they have their outdoor tree. So they put a very large, like the outdoor tree. An outdoor tree, you say. Out, yes. But trees don't belong outdoors at Christmas time. Yes. So in New Orleans, there's a tradition of decorating an outdoor tree. And so, but the outdoor tree is going to be much taller than the one that you put in your house. And you so, don't say, really? So you can't just throw it on the roof of your car. Somebody's got to put it on a trailer and bring it to you. Yeah. Tree delivery. What the heck? So, so, so then, all right. So then 
what do you do? You, you like mark up the tree. You say like, hey, you get to choose these different types of trees. You go to one source so you know the price of the tree, right? And then there's like a late, like a a delivery fee, right? Yeah. So you're marking up the tree and you're charging for the delivery. Yeah, yeah. Plus rush order delivery fee. Rush order. All right, okay. early spring. So yeah, yeah. it's warming up, but the grass is not growing. You could sit there and twiddle your thumbs. You could. You could, or you could earn money. I prefer to earn money. Mm. So what are we going to do in the early spring? I'll let you go first. I'll All right. First other one. I just really hope you don't, the one I was going to go with. Yeah, so I'm going to say that it's time for mulch. Dang it. I, was, I shouldn't I, let you go first. <laughs> okay, I'll let you have mulch. You talk about mulch. I'm going to talk about, the, I, w- I was going to leave this one for you. The, the yards are wrecked after winter. Yours look like, like doo-doo. Yeah, like sticks everywhere. The leaves that were still hanging onto the trees are still there. <coughs> they just look bad. And so we offered a spring cleanup mm. that was just sprucing everything up. There were a lot of customers who didn't, they weren't as proactive as we were. So I was saying like, look, we're going to do, we're going to get your, your yard ready. And during the winter, we're going to prune your shrubs and prune your trees. Well, there's a lot of customers who are not proactive. So then they would call us and say, Ugh, everything looks bad. We're having people over Yeah. for like, a, at least here, it's going to be like a Mardi Gras party. Our yard looks terrible. Can you guys come help us clean it up? So yeah. we're going to do the same stuff, pruning shrubs, pruning the trees, just kind of like raking yeah. things, picking up all the sticks, just sprucing it up. Yeah. Okay. So what do you call that? Because again, yet again, you threw like three or four things in there. Early spring cleanup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. Early spring cleanup. And usually I would try to upsell the mulch, but I'm not going to sure. double that in for this competition. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you to try, though. <laughs> well, that was really generous of you, try, get, you know, giving me mulch. I, I would definitely go with mulch. I think that it's a really easy way to make a yard look way better. Yes. Also making sure that you try to put some weight on on things that are going to try to grow in those beds. So anyways, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of mulch. I mean, it looks good. Yes. I think it looks good. Okay, so if you went first, you said early spring cleanup. I said mulch. What's your second one? Because I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm going to – I would – so I will say this. I do not have a chemical applicator's license, but yeah. I think – pre-emergence like putting down some of these pre-emergent herbicides that keep the crabgrass from popping up yeah it's the time to do it is those seeds as the ground is it rains and the ground warms up the crabgrass seeds start to germinate a pre-emergent is just a herbicide that actually keeps the seeds from germinating so you cannot do this at the same time as like if you're going to throw down some 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 seed yeah to like get your lawn kind of looking great we don't do that here in louisiana but other states do they'll they'll do a, a spring treatment of seeds mm-hmm. don't put down the pre-emergent with that because you you'll kill all the seeds yeah that would suck. um but that's a, i think that's a great way to upsell and if you've done what we've said you've gotten your chemical applicators license over the winter and you're ready to go dang right yep yep hmm dang yeah i i definitely like that one yeah i like that one i'm trying to think planting yeah there's so much money at planting flowers <laughs> yeah i mean that yeah that is that is definitely i mean it's kind of in line with it's kind of in line with mulch and yeah that would be like a really predictable one to go to i i would i'd also like i know 
I wonder if this happens up north. I feel like we're, we're referring to a lot of stuff that's like really particular to down here in the south. But I know that like for a lot of places, growth does not happen. In Louisiana, in December, it's going to be 60 degrees during the day. Like it's it's not cold. Yeah. So weeds grow like freaking crazy. Yes, like they do. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, and we so, have winter weeds here. Yeah, and, and they... They look hideous, mm-hmm. really bad. So, I mean, to me, I would just kind of, uh, maybe I should back up and say before mulch, I would just do like flower bed overhaul. Mm-hmm. Because that's, again, that's one thing that you don't have to have a license for, at least down here. Right. Funny story, again, kind of going back to, you know, when I got called into the principal's office, I went and talked to the people who were working for me at the time. And, the, and I said, you know, we can only do, like, if anyone tries to get you to do anything beyond, you know, simple lawn care, like, we can't, you know, we're we're not going to offer that at this point just because of what, you know, our business model was. But they're like, I was like, just so y'all know, the only other things we can do is hedge trimming and hand-picking weeds. And, like, I had this guy who's working for me. He's a good old boy. I loved it. Like, we used to keep a quote book of him. Yeah. Okay. And he raised his hand and he said, I never picked a weed with anything but my hands. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) And and like, we all lost it. We were like, yes, that's that's amazing. So anyways. They were meaning you can't spray weeds to kill them. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. But I mean, he's just like, I ain't never picked a weed with anything but my hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. But yeah, Yeah. more of like a holistic like flower bed overhaul, picking like picking weeds. Yeah. And there's going to be annuals no matter where you are in the country. There's going to be the right, the right annual for the season. Yeah. Why I say there's good money in flowers, I whispered it, but like annuals have very short seasons just Mm -hmm. in general. And so- we made a fair bit of money by just switching them out all the time because they'll like yeah. you get them in season yeah and they look amazing for yeah. like a couple months yeah and then they just kind of peter out because the season changes yeah and there's a whole nother set of annual flowers that you can replace them with and so we would just i mean there were some places we were doing it you know three four times a year switching call, it out we call that color change right yeah color change color change so with that early spring there's a whole set of color and it just brightens it brightens the yard up it makes you know you drive in you you come into your driveway you're coming home from work and there's flowers everywhere still coming out of the the dead of winter it looks great i love it yeah absolutely okay what's your second one that was my second one wasn't it oh did you choose that did you choose the flowers i had the spring cleanup and i had the the pre i talked about the pre-emergent herbicides and then we just talked about annuals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you had okay. you had a- so I had, I had mulch and flower bed overhaul. Yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. honestly kind of one of the same. I mean, I you you can do like, hey, I'm just gonna like weed your flower beds, but you want to put down mulch after that. Yeah, and, and, and just to like- be honest, I'm gonna try to sell all of these as an entire package. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying like to with do, the annuals and everything. Yeah, I'm trying to do everything I can to spend an entire like fill an entire day at one person's property yeah. or like. Divide it what, up in half. What was your minimum? You 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 told me that you used to sell like uh, if something took like half a day or a full day, you had a minimum for like each of those types of projects. What was your like half day rate, and how many people were on your on that crew? When we had when what when I had like if I was gonna put put me on the spot, but Sorry. I want to say I want to say our day rate was was about fourteen hundred bucks for okay. for a crew of three people. Including you. So it's like two people and you. Yeah, and I think that works out to about like $60, $65 an hour. I'm not going to do the math here live on camera. But yeah, 
No, um, that's that's fine. That's that's basically I was a, I was around sixty bucks an hour per man hour. Yeah, on the job. So I think that put us around. You know, we were we were trying to get between you know five to seven hundred dollars for a half day, and and you know we landed fourteen hundred bucks for a full day. That was awesome. Yeah, that didn't include the Holloway. That yeah. didn't include the mulch or the flowers. That yeah. was just like the labor. And for me, that was awesome. I didn't do less than a half day because what do you, especially if you have a crew, what are you going to do with the, your crew the rest of the day? Yeah. If it was a half day, I could at least like try to squeeze in another half day yeah. or do like clean up, like clean up equipment and stuff like that. But a three quarter day or a one quarter day to like mobilize for a quarter of a day and not have anything else. Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me what's one thing that we want them to take away from listening to this episode. Yeah. I want you to, I want you guys to pick, pick one of these things. Like, you know, let's say you don't feel like you're fully ready to commit to going full time over the winter season. You're still going to try to get that seasonal work to keep the money flowing in. I don't, we don't fall to at all for that, but you know, what's something you could do on a Saturday or on your off day to try to like stay connected with your customers offer these services so that you're emailing them, you're communi- texting them saying, hey, we're doing this stuff. So so pick something off the list. You can go, to, you know, you can go to our, our website where we're going to have this up as a blog. I'll leave that link below. Let me add one, one other action item because yeah. there are a lot of the services that we talked about that require a license yeah. for a specific area. So just to make sure, I know, I know for in Louisiana, again, in Louisiana, man, if you advertise for a service that you are not licensed for, the fine is $500 per day. Yeah, that's expensive. It is absurd and it's just not worth it, okay? So a lot of people kind of do everything under the radar and stuff, mm-hmm. but if you get mm-hmm. dinged, it is just it's just it's just hard and it's not worth it. You can wipe out so much work, so much effort from just doing something stupid like that. So so I think one of the only other takeaways that I would urge everyone who's listening to this is to go do a little bit of homework with whatever the governing authority is and say like what can I do with without a license yeah. or with this certain like hey I have this license what are the, all the things that I can do with this and chances are if you have that license you already know what you can and can't do with it but just I guess in conclusion yeah put in the legwork do the, yeah, do yeah. the re- do the research to figure out what you need because as soon as I got my license guess what happened to my rates oh yeah they went up right yeah. so people would call me the following year you know hey we want you to do this service again and I would I would give them a price and they would say that's more expensive than last year and I said I got my horticulture license. And so, yes, things are more expensive. Yeah. I'm not providing you services illegally anymore. <laughs> Dude, we, did, did you, we didn't put it that way. Did you just bust yourself like right there? Oh, I, I did all the landscaping stuff before yeah. I was licensed. And then I realized I needed to be licensed. Yeah. It, it, it's a risk management. It's what are you willing to do? fair. And it's, again, a lot of I, knew, do it. I had friends that got shut down. Yeah. Right. And so they had to, if if the horticulture pl- police come get you while you're on the job, it's walk away. Yeah. You can't even finish the job. And so yeah. it, it's not worth the risk. It was a lot of work to study and get it, but it was worth it in the end. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, hey, just want everyone to remember that we're here at Check to champion you, the operator. Hope that you got some value from this. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, we want you to share it with one or two other people who have not listened to the Checkpoint podcast yet. And then also, also, if you ever want us to cover any specific topic that we haven't covered yet in one of these one of these podcast episodes or on our blog, we want to know. We want to answer the right questions for you. We can put a lot of manpower behind researching. We also probably have a good bit of experience to draw on. So we would love to know what you want to hear so that we can cover that content. If you want to shoot us something, send it to podcast at hellocheck.co or better yet, go join the Discord at the link in the show notes. 